mindfulness mode for 76. I want to be successful or I want to be a billionaire, you know, those kinds of goals. But they weren't achievable. And I really didn't have a roadmap to get from where I was to where I wanted to be. Hey, Mindful Tribe, this is going to be a great day because we are going to be talking all about mindset. We're going to be talking about how to live large. We're going to be talking about some pretty cool things with my guest, Chris Patterson. Hey, Chris, are you in mindfulness mode today? I am always trying to be in mindfulness mode, and I certainly am today. Thank you for asking. That's great. It's so great to have you on the show. It really is. And I just want to share a little bit about you, Chris, with our audience. Chris is the founder and CEO of Interchanges, which is a strategic digital marketing agency that's generated, get this, $1.4 billion of revenue for their clients over the last 19 years. His company has worked with all kinds of businesses, all the way up to Fortune 500 companies, including Lamborghini, Palace Resorts, Hard Rock Hotels. He's also the founder and head performance coach of Live Large Coaching. And his true passion is helping people get from where they are in life to where they want to be. And so it's such an honor to have you on the show, Chris. What does mindfulness mean to you? Oh, goodness. You know, I've, I've done it all wrong for so many years and, you know, I, I don't just think turned... you have, I don't think you've done so many <laughs> things wrong. I think you've done a lot of things, right? Well, I'll give myself credit. I've certainly had my fair share of wins, but when in the mindfulness department, I was a train wreck boy. I, I was uh, so focused on the future, probably more than anything that it really stole my joy in the present. And that was, it's been a challenge to get to where I'm at now you know, I used to be very envious of the things that people had. Right now, I'm envious of um, now I'm envy of the peace that people have, and so that's mm -hmm. what I'm pursuing these days. Is you know trying to have a peaceful mindset and share that with others and show them how to do it as well. Well, you have uh, this incredible business, Live Large Coaching. What are some of the transformations that you? actually help people move toward with this coaching that you do? Yeah. So one of the core things that I teach, it's called the success blueprint, and it really encompasses three of the most important areas in life. Uh, number one is building the best you. You know, we can only, we can only achieve in life how we see ourselves. So if we see ourselves as losers or we see ourselves as negative or we see ourselves as not getting anywhere or other people win because they're lucky and all those kinds of false mindsets that can really affect us. So the first thing I like to do when I talk to my students or people start coaching with me is, you know, where are you at mentally in your life? Who are you? <clears throat> we have to break that down and get past, you know, some of the limiting beliefs. I call those mind knots. Everybody's got these mind knots in their heads and often until they're untangled, we can't move forward. So I, I like to help people untangle their mind knots. Second is I like to help people build winning relationships. Uh, you know, as well as I do, it's very difficult to see, succeed in life if you don't know how to build winning relationships. So I go True. through a whole course of how to do that and the, the most important best practices for it. And last but not least, certainly not least, uh, is goal setting and achievement. I think goal setting is probably the most underrated success principle or success key that we have. And uh, I am doing everything I can to bring it back into vogue, as they say, as the kids say. 
<laughs> That's pretty interesting because there are still those people out there that say, you know, goal setting is just not a strategy to use. It's not the best way to go about things. So what would you say to them? Well, I would say if we go hunting in a forest and I can see the target, but you're blindfolded, guess which one of us has a better chance of hitting that thing? Yeah, well, it would seem pretty obvious that you would. Yeah, you would think. And too often in life, I know I didn't have any direction or goals. I mean, my goal back when I was young is I want to be successful or I want to be a billionaire, you know, those kinds mm -hmm. of goals. Mm -hmm. But they weren't achievable. And I really didn't have a roadmap to get from where I was to where I wanted to be. See, most people start out in one of four stages in life. One is, and the most common is people are just trying to survive. They're in survival mode. Right. The next step they want to get to is stability. And then once they're stable, obviously they're looking for success. And once you've succeeded in life, significance is the most uh, obvious next step from there. So in order to go from survival to stability or stability to success or success to significance, we have to have a roadmap. We have to see what's ahead of us. And it's a very difficult thing for some people. Some people are like, well, Chris, I, I, I don't even know where to start. I don't know what to do. And uh, one of the first things I ask him is, well, can you at least see the first step? And if you can see the first step on the staircase to success and you take it, chances are that second step will reveal itself. That's kind of the approach I take with goal setting. And uh, I vehemently disagree with anyone that says goals are not important. <laughs> well, you've in interviewed some pretty incredible people for your, your show. And you have, you have a show that's absolutely awesome on YouTube. And it's called Chris Patterson Daily on yes. YouTube. And I know you've interviewed... Chris Cardone, I mean, Grant Cardone and Ed Milat and all kinds of different people. How did you get into interviewing such top rated people? Again, you know, I talked about building winning relationships. I think everything starts with just, hey, my name is Chris Patterson. This is who I am. I really appreciate what you've done uh, with your body of work. So, you know, start with some genuine, sincere compliments and reach out to them and then follow up with value over value over value and don't give up. Uh, mm -hmm. There's too many, too many times people will send one email or one text message and then that's it. But you know, anybody that's been in sales knows that it usually takes 11 touches before right. somebody will say yes. And uh, this is just one of those cases where I really wanted to interview Ed Milet. He was probably the one I was after more than anyone just because I love his message. I love who he is as a person. And I really wanted to pick his brain. So I just kept on sending him messages on Instagram until I broke him. And he said, fine. And your interview with house. him, it's just so real. And he just seems so down to earth and relaxed. And he's really interested in talking to you. It comes across very clearly. Yeah, he's got an incredible set of social skills. And I think that was one of the things that really made me gravitate towards him. He's an amazing speaker, motivator. You know, he's got so much wisdom in so many different areas. And I guess when you build up a company and generate $500 million for yourself, there's a lot of learning in that. Yeah. That's what he did. So yeah, yeah he was definitely one of the people that I really wanted to uh, meet with. And I'm, I'm very happy to call him a friend at this point in life. Yeah, that's great. Tell us a story of transition of somebody that you've helped through your business. Oh, great. Gosh, there's so many. 
You know, I, I just got off the phone today with uh, somebody that I've been coaching for a couple years now. A uh, young man, his name is Jeremiah. Jeremiah came to me about two years ago and he, he said, Chris, he said, I think I want you to really help coach me and mold me. And I said, what do you want to be? He said, I want to be an entrepreneur. I said, okay, what's the problem? He said, I think I might be crazy. He said, all I know is the military. I've been in the military for 16 years. I don't know anything else, but I keep thinking about building a business. So lo and behold, we started working together. And within about six months, I had helped him. He had really written the book, but he had published a book and did fantastic with it. And then from there, we started a company. And then from starting his company, he started to get his first clients. Well, fast forward two years, you know, gosh, going on two years ago, it was last month he called me. He said, Chris, I got an announcement to make. I said, what's that? He said, I officially am retiring from the military. And I said, great. I said, is this a good thing or a bad thing? He said, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life. I said, how come? He said, well, now with the business, I'm generating between twenty dollars and $40,000 every month, mm-hmm. somewhere between a quarter million and you know, $350,000 per year. And he said, the longer I stay at the military, the more it's costing me. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. So, you know, it's, it's stories like that that really give me the fuel to continue to help people and go because there's so many foundational principles that people must learn first in order to be successful. And, and I'm not saying there's not other ways, but it sure starts a really nice trajectory when you can learn what those foundations are and build upon them every single day. Well, I know you have a great website, Live Large Academy. Dot com, and you have something called the Success Blueprint there. Can you tell us about that? Sure. Yeah, the, the Success Blueprint uh, really does encompass... Well, by the way, I should probably mention, I was mentored by an incredible human being. I don't know if you've heard of a gentleman named Zig Ziglar. Oh, yes, I have. So it was 1997. It was a chance encounter. He had walked into a health club that I was managing at the time. And I showed him around the club and I sold him a membership and he was my hero. I mean, I knew exactly who he was when he walked in that club, but I pretended like I didn't know him. And then after I I used one of his sales techniques to close the deal, it was called the alternative choice close or the witch close. So I had, you know, pricing on both sides of the binder. I said, you know, Mr. Ziegler, you can sign up monthly for just, you know, $40 a month. Or you can save yourself 15%, pay in full for three years. Which would you prefer? And yeah. it was that at that moment, he kind of looked down through his glasses at me. And he said, son, you know who I am, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and it was at that moment I turned yeah. into a Beatles fan or a Justin Bieber fan. Wow, yeah. of course I know who you are, Mr. Ziegler. Yeah. You're my hero. Yeah. But then he said something equally astounding to me. He said, Chris, he said, I'm going to go ahead and sign up for this one because I know you've done a good job today and I know you make more commissions on this one, but I have one more request. I said, what's that, Mr. Ziegler, anything? He said, I really could use a personal trainer three times a week. Wow. Well, the light bulb doesn't go off for me very often, but it did that day. I said, Mr. Ziegler, I said, I will uh, make you a deal. I said, I will work on your physical fitness three days a week for free if you spend just one hour a week working on my mental fitness. And that's how I got the great Zig Ziglar to coach me for 12 months when I lived in Plano, Texas. Wow. So back to your question, what am I teaching in this success blueprint? It's all the learnings that I got from Zig Ziglar himself in person. I've also become a Ziglar certified coach and speaker. And I just completed this wonderful webinar, which I'm so excited about. 
it's all wrapped around the foundations, you know, building the best you, you know, building your self-esteem, becoming confident in who you are, and then building winning relationships so you can confidently go into the world and make things happen. And then last but not least, setting those goals and learning how to achieve them, time management. There's so many different elements that are throughout this, but it's a 10, it's actually a 10 week course that I teach mm-hmm. that you can watch 40 minutes of the success blueprint for free. So just jump on to livelargeacademy.com and check it out. And if you do want to meet with me afterwards, there's an easy way at the end just to click a link and book on my calendar. I'd love to give you a 30 minute free breakthrough session if that's for you. I remember Bob Proctor saying, time management, time can't be managed. What's the matter with you? (laughs) So what's going on? Can time be managed? What's time management anyway? Oh, you know, here's the deal. A lot of these guys, Bruce, they like to be contrarian. Right. They don't really believe what they're saying. Uh Uh-huh. But, you know, the best way to get somebody's attention is say, oh, no, this guy's not blue. It's brown or it's black or it's pink or it's whatever. You know, everybody just has to be contrarian to get attention. And I really think these guys, especially Bob Proctor, he knows time management's important for crying out loud. He doesn't manage his own time. Give me a break. And, uh, you know, the guys saying, oh, goals don't matter. Goals don't work. Yeah, whatever. You guys, yeah, that's being contrarian. Yeah, for sure. That's very contrarian. All these things are just contrarian uh, talking points. Yeah. But, you know, in reality, there are are very practical ways to manage your time. If you can't manage your time, you're not going to be able to manage a business. And if you can't manage the business, you're not going to be able to manage the money you don't have. Mm -hmm. So it's important to get that productivity down. And again, in the success blueprint at livelargeacademy.com, that's where I go through three different elements that I'm trying to teach in there is how do I triple my, my income, my happiness, and my productivity. And so if somebody says to you, oh, I really want to do this, but I just don't have the money to put into it, what would you say? Then watch my free training. At least, at least start there. It'll give you enough to start gaining some momentum. And then also book a 30-minute coaching call with me at least. That way I can send you in the right direction, maybe give you some materials that'll help you on your journey. I don't like to leave people hanging. But, uh, you know, ideally though, this really is good for business people or business people that are just starting out. It really can lay a great foundation for the success and that you're going to have for years to come. And what about for salespeople? Salespeople too, yeah. I You know, I really created it for anybody who's in business. So whether mm-hmm. you're a solo entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, a salesperson, executive, anything along those lines, this is critical information that you must have. Very, very interesting. Well, you know, I think it's fascinating that you met Zig Ziglar and he was your coach. I did not realize that, but he was really incredible. What what do you think made him so amazing as a as a trainer and as an inspirational man? <sighs> you know, he walked the walk. He did not just talk the talk. I, when I think of the word integrity, I could think of a lot of people, but he is head and shoulders above all of them. Um, now, I'm not insinuating this is a perfect man. None of us are. But he really lived a life of integrity, of an extreme character, of going above and beyond for himself and others, living completely a sacrificial life. I mean, think about this, Bruce. He impacted over 250 million people in his lifetime. Wow. And he did that without the internet. That's amazing, isn't it? So what did that mean? That meant this man was on planes, trains, and automobiles almost every single day, spending most of his days alone traveling. 
going from country to country, city to city, nonstop, decade after decade after decade. This man completely sold, sold out his life for others. And you know, if you, I'm sure you're aware, you've heard of his most famous quote, you can have everything you want in life if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. Yes. And that's exactly who he was and that's exactly what he did. And I think that's why he's got a legacy that is going to live on and on and on. And I'm grateful that I get to be a part of it and help carry on that legacy with him. And I think his son is helping to carry on that legacy as well, isn't he? Do you know his son? Very well. Tom and I golf together. I'd like to say I let him beat me every year, but he's just a <laughs> phenomenal golfer. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> if you call me a hacker, it's a compliment. But uh, no, we go golfing once in a while or he'll invite me. Uh, I, I usually end up going to Ziegler headquarters in Plano, Texas every other year, or once a year if I can. But yes, Tom's a good friend. I just talked to him a few days ago and he's done a phenomenal job carrying on his dad's legacy and he's a chip off the old block. So grateful to know him as a friend and mentor myself. So Chris, do you meditate? And if you do, what does it look like? What's your meditation like? You know, I do. Interesting story, by the way. It was probably about five or six years ago. Uh, I built up my agency and things were going a million miles an hour. I just turned probably about 44, 45 years old. I'm 50 now. And things started kind of going haywire with me. Things that didn't stress me out before were really stressing me out. Uh, challenges that were usually easy for me to overcome were not so easy anymore. And I ended up having a nervous breakdown. Walked away from my business. I, remember, I can't remember exactly the year, but I walked away from my business on, it was, I think it was like January 4th or something like that. It was the beginning of a new year and I should have been excited and ready to go and you know, new plans and new ideas, but I wasn't. I was stuck in my own mind. I ended up having a nervous breakdown to the point where I went to a doctor and they wanted to admit me to a hospital that afternoon. Well, thankfully I had some sales skills and I talked her out of it, mm -hmm. but it was serious. So I took a sabbatical for about six months away from my business, away from everything. And it was very painful. It was very difficult because I didn't understand how I didn't have control over my mind at that point. One of the biggest lessons that I learned was I needed to live in day tight compartments. And uh, let me explain that to you because some people haven't heard of that philosophy. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the Titanic, the reason it sank is because when it hit the iceberg, it filled up the hole with water and then eventually it tipped up and it sank. After the Titanic, the engineers got together and said, how can we prevent this from ever happening again? And what they decided to do is put steel curtains, I don't know, every 10 or 15 feet apart. So there was these airtight containers that were being built all the way through the hull of the ship. And this is still common practice in today's ships, especially the big streamliners and cruise ships and those types of things. So now what would happen if you ran into an iceberg, you might damage the front of the boat and it might fill up one of those containers full of water, but it will not sink the ship because all those other curtains are keeping airtight compartments. Uh, what does that have to do with me and a nervous breakdown and mindset and all mindfulness mm -hmm. and all those things, right? Well, my ship had sank because I was so worried about the future. Or I was thinking about mistakes from the past. I wasn't living in any kind of compartment. My whole life was flashing by me left and right all day, every day. When really what I needed to do is build a daytight compartment. You know, we've all got 24 hours in a day. So let's focus just on that day. 
And I started living that way. And it was really tough. You know, I had to retrain my mind and build new habits to not think about tomorrow, not think about next month, not think about retirement, not think about dying. All these mm -hmm. things that are, you know, we all think about. Yeah. And when I started getting more into a, a mindful mentality, I started to become more productive on the job. I started to see more peace in my family. I start, started to see a lot more happiness in my own self. And, uh, you know, really it was just bringing it back down to living moment by moment. And that's what I did. And I still live that way as much as I possibly can day by day, live in daytime wow. compartments. And so do you meditate every morning then? Yeah. Typically what I do is I meditate twice a day. Uh huh. So usually in the morning, I've got a great app called Calm. It's probably, okay. probably the most popular one out there I, I can think of. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I download this little app and it's got all kinds of mindfulness tips on you know, whether it's eating or whether it's rest or, you know, there's just all these different categories that are fantastic. And I, I look through and I go, okay, what am I feeling right now? All right. I'm feeling a little anxious. Let's, let's do the mindfulness segment for 15, 20 minutes on anxiety. Mm -hmm. Now, what I do is a little different. I bought this thing called silent mode. If you haven't heard of it, Google it. Okay. Silent mode is like a blindfold on steroids. <laughs> What this thing does is it's, it's just a really thick, very comfortable blindfold. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but inside of it, it has Bluetooth speakers. So what I do is I attach my app to the blindfold and I'm in complete darkness. And I have the only thing I can hear is the mindfulness app. And, uh, it's, it's been a wonderful thing just to calm me down during the day or in the middle of the night or what have you. Again, during the day, I like to take a nap. I found out naps are tremendously healthy for you for so many reasons. And I go ahead and I put my silent mode mask back on and I download another session. So usually twice a day, I'll spend some time in mindfulness. That's fantastic. Are you a family man? I am. I've been married for 19 years. I've got, uh, got an 18-year-old son. I've got a 15-year-old son. And I got a 13-year-old princess. Ah. So, and I got two really fun dogs. I got a big bull mastiff. He's 150 pounds. And I got a little French bulldog who's about 35 pounds and they're quite the pair together. I bet they are. Yeah. I have an 18 year old son as well. And I had a dog just passed away in June and my son's just entered college. So he's moved into residence. So there's been a big change in our home. It's oh, very, yeah. very different compared to what it was a couple of months ago. Well, we haven't arrived at that stage yet, but it's coming. So, right, right. We'll see. I'm very proud of my kids, by the way. They're all doing extremely well, and they're polite, wonderful young adults. And well, I can I'm imagine. enjoying the time I've got with them before they that's, leave the nest. That's great. I want to ask you a question about bullying because I've worked in this field for quite a long time. Do you have a story about bullying? Either maybe you were bullied or you were a bully or a story where mindfulness would have made a difference? Oh, gosh. You know, I, I've got some stories and I don't know how I can correlate it to mindfulness necessarily. Um, but, you know, there was this one young man and I was in the ninth grade in, in high school mm -hmm. and uh, I had a pretty tough upbringing for, for different reasons. So when I got to this high school, I got there late. Everybody else had gotten there, you know, months before I got there late. Um, so I was the new kid. And of course, the bullies were pointing and picking and all that kind of thing. I, I you know, I'm a 
pretty big guy now, but I wasn't all that big back then. Mm-hmm. So they would poke and prod, and especially this one kid, he just, every, everywhere I went, he said, your day's coming, Patterson, you know, you just wait. And he was just trying to intimidate me. It was all mm-hmm. words. Yeah. But, you know, when I'm however old, how old I was back then, you know, 14, 15 years old, that's yeah. really scary. Yeah. And so he did this two, three times. And then one day I was walking home from football practice and he was in the parking lot and I, there was nowhere to go. I had to walk past him. So as I walked past him, he started up again mm-hmm. and you know, there was just a, something clicked in my head and I just dropped my books and I said, let's do it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'd never seen anyone's eyes get as big as saucers like his did. Yeah. Is that right? And uh, then I saw a cloud of smoke with him running away from me. Oh, and uh, that taught me a lot about bullies that day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, in the next couple of years, I started weightlifting and my, my body puts on muscle quite easily. And uh, I changed from being the one who was being bullied to being the one who bullied the bullies. Uh-huh. I became quite a protector for a lot of young kids that were at the high school and mm-hmm. uh, my best friend who was on the football team too. So it's interesting. Um, you would probably know better than I do the effects of mindfulness on bullying, but you know what? I think it would have calmed me down. I think it would have given me a little bit more confidence. I think it would have given me a little more perspective, if nothing else, if I was practicing mindfulness back then. That's for sure. Very interesting. Chris, as we move forward in the interview, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. So just 30 second answers are perfect. The first one is this, who is one person, and I can only guess who it is, that has influenced mindfulness in your life? Well, Zig Ziglar, obviously, has been tremendous. His mindset coaching is phenomenal. But you know what? The other person is my dad. Um, Oh, yeah? My my dad is just, he's got this amazing voice. He's just Mm -hmm. the calming voice. uh, you know, when I talk to him, it just kind of brings everything back down to right now. Just by conversations with my father, I think it's really helped me with my mind, my mindset, and then mindfulness. Uh, he always is able to get me back into understanding perspective. I'll leave it at that. I know you said only 30 seconds yeah. and I could go on and on, but I'll leave it right there. Well, I'd say you have a very calming voice as well. So I'm sure other people have told you that. Yeah, I think I look like my dad and I think I've got that voice too. So oh, I'll yeah, take is it. that right? I'll yeah. How has mindfulness affected your emotions, Chris? Well, you know, I think we're out of sync if our emotions are running our lives. Yes. And, you know, I've struggled with anxiety. I've struggled with depression. I've, I've struggled with, you know, and a lot of those just come from the thoughts that are in our mind. You know, when you're anxious, you're worried about the future. That's typically where anxiety comes from. But if you can ground yourself in today and now, you don't worry nearly as much and you calm yourself down. So, yeah, my emotions, uh, I've been an emotional, I was a very emotional young man. So, man, I wish I would have found, uh, you know, these calm apps. They didn't even exist back then or even mindfulness. Nobody talked about that back in the day. No, no. But I sure wish I had it because, uh, you know, it's made all the difference in my life. And, uh, you know, I, I can't stress the importance of it just for happiness alone. We've got so much to be grateful for. We've got so much, so many positive things. And goodness, we're in the greatest, you know, North America is the greatest place in the world to live. It, it really my, is. In my opinion, yeah. you know, yeah. that alone, we should be relaxing a little bit. Yeah, but, for sure. Uh, that's it. Tell us how breathing is part of your mindfulness. 
Yeah, so I've got uh, um, inside some of these mindfulness apps, they've actually got breathing exercises. And, uh, you know, you'll count, inhale, one, two, three, exhale, one, two, three, hold, one, two, three, inhale. But it really does, it just brings the heart rate down. It gives you a sense of peace, both in mind and body. And uh, it's made a big difference. Uh, I'll tell you when I use it the most, is right before I'm going to hit a golf ball. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I've noticed when I don't, I'm usually tense and I'm choking that stick and, I'm, and I send that ball off in the wrong direction almost every time. But when I do the mindfulness stuff and I do the breathing exercises, it calms me right down. It really does. It, it adjusts your physiology. And boom, I can hit that thing a little bit better than normal. <laughs> That's awesome. Chris, is there a book that you would recommend that's somehow related to mindfulness? You know, I don't know if it's necessarily related to mindfulness, but I think every human on the planet should read the book, See You at the Top. Uh, it's, uh, it's one of Zig's bestsellers. It's an older book. I think they had a 25th anniversary edition that came out. And that tells you something. A book that's been around that long and it's still a bestseller, there's good information in there. But it, it does, it talks a lot about mind and mindset. It talks a lot about uh, relieving anxiety and worry becoming the best version of yourself, all of those important things. So I think that's a very foundational book. Oh, good suggestion. Can you, well, you already shared an app and the app was Calm. So thanks for sharing that. We'll put all of this in our show notes at mindfulnessmode.com. And I know that uh, you can be found at livelargeacademy.com where that success blueprint evergreen webinar is so get over there to live large academy because that's a terrific resource to learn so many concepts about how to improve mindset and move forward and you're also on social media all over social media right chris yeah, I am. Um, on Instagram, you can go to Coach Chris Patterson. That's C-H-R-I-S-P-A-T-T-E-R-S-O-N. So just look up Coach Chris Patterson there. On YouTube, you can go to Chris Patterson Daily on YouTube. You'll find me there. Uh, look for me on Facebook. Just type in Chris Patterson I'm there as well. So be, be really happy to connect with anyone who's out there who's interested in connecting. I'm a people person. So the more people I got, connected to my social, better I, better I feel. I love it. That's awesome. Well, Chris, it's been great talking to you today. I thank you so much for being on Mindfulness Mode. Well, thank you. This has been a wonderful change of pace for me. And, you know, I just feel peaceful hearing your voice too, Bruce. So good thanks. job. <laughs> great to be here. Yeah, thanks. Okay, all the best to you. Bye now. Thanks so much for joining us today on Mindfulness Mode. For show notes for every episode, check out mindfulnessmode.com and type the guest name or the episode number into the search bar. You can also go mindfulnessmode.com slash whatever episode number you like. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you could help us out by subscribing to Mindfulness Mode wherever you listen, whether it's on iTunes or Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, so many places you can hear Mindfulness Mode. So hit subscribe and share because that truly helps our show. On every episode, I ask my guests, what is a book that is connected to mindfulness that you recommend? I've taken the top 12 books from all the episodes and I've outlined them in an ebook that's free for you to download. 
Any one of these books can definitely change your life just like they have for the featured guests I've had on my show. All of these books have been recommended. They're the 12 most recommended books on Mindfulness Mode. Download this free gift at mindfulnessmode.com slash top 12 books. So remember, subscribing and sharing helps keep mindfulness mode on the air. Till next time, Mindful Tribe, use what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.